Section 47 of Common Sense in the Household. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Laura Langston. Common Sense in the Household, a Manual of Practical Housewifery by Marion Harland. Preserves. Use none but porcelain or good bell metal kettles for preserves and jellies. If the latter, clean thoroughly just before you put in the syrup or fruit. Scour with sand, then set it over the fire with a cupful of vinegar and a large handful of salt in it. Let this come to a boil and scour the whole of the inside of the kettle with it. Do not let your preserves or anything else stand one moment in it after it is withdrawn from the fire. Fill the emptied kettle instantly with water and wash it perfectly clean, although you may mean to return the syrup to it again in five minutes. By observing these precautions, preserves and pickles made in bell metal may be rendered as good and wholesome as if the frailer porcelain be used. Use only fine sugar for nice preserves. Moist or dark sugar cannot be made to produce the same effect as dry white. Do not hurry any needful step in the process of preserving. Prepare your fruit with care, weigh accurately, and allow time enough to do your work well. Put up the preserves in small jars in preference to large, and when once made, keep them in a cool, dark closet that is perfectly dry. Keep jellies in small stone china jars or glass tumblers closely covered. You can procure at most china and glass stores or house furnishing establishments metal covers with elastic rims for these, which can be used from year to year. Cover jellies and jams with tissue paper, double and wet with brandy, pressed closely to the conserve before you put on the lid, or paste on the thick paper. Examine your shelves frequently and narrowly for a few weeks to see if your preserves are keeping well. If there is the least sign of fermentation, boil them over, adding more sugar. If jellies are not so firm after six or eight hours as you would have them, set them in the sun with bits of window glass over them to keep out the dust and insects. Remove these at night and wipe off the moisture collected on the undersides. Repeat this every day until the jelly shrinks into firmness, filling up one cup from another as need requires. This method is far preferable to boiling down, which both injures the flavor and darkens the jelly. Preserved Peaches Weigh the fruit after it is pared and the stones extracted, and allow a pound of sugar to every one of peaches. Crack one quarter of the stones, extract the kernels, break them to pieces and boil in just enough water to cover them, until soft when set aside to steep in a covered vessel. Put a layer of sugar at the bottom of the kettle, then one of fruit, and so on, until you have used up all of both. Set it where it will warm slowly until the sugar is melted and the fruit hot through. Then strain the kernel water and add it. Boil steadily until the peaches are tender and clear. Take them out with a perforated skimmer and lay upon large flat dishes, crowding as little as possible. Boil the syrup almost to a jelly, that is, until clear and thick, skimming off all the scum. Fill your jars two-thirds full of the peaches, pour on the boiling syrup, and when cold, cover with brandy tissue paper, then with cloth, lastly with thick paper tied tightly over them. The peaches should be ready to take off after half an hour's boiling. The syrup be boiled fifteen minutes longer fast and often stirred to throw up the scum. A few slices of pineapple cut up with the peaches flavor them finely. Preserved pears are put up precisely as are peaches, but are only pared, not divided. Leave the stems on. Peach Marmalade Pare, stone, and weigh the fruit. Heat slowly to draw out the juice. 
stirring up often from the bottom with a wooden spoon. After it is hot, boil quickly, still stirring three-quarters of an hour. Add then the sugar, allowing three-quarters of a pound to each pound of the fruit. Boil up well for five minutes, taking off every particle of scum. Add the juice of a lemon for every three pounds of fruit, and a very little water in which one-fourth of the kernels have been boiled and steeped. Stew altogether ten minutes, stirring to a smooth paste, and take from the fire. Put up hot in air-tight cans, or, when cold, in small stone or glass jars, with brandy tissue paper fitted neatly to the surface of the marmalade. A large ripe pineapple pared and cut up fine, and stirred with the peaches, is a fine addition to the flavor. Preserved Quinces Choose fine yellow quinces. Pare, quarter, and core them, saving both skins and cores. Put the quinces over the fire with just enough water to cover them, and simmer until they are soft, but not until they begin to break. Take them out carefully, and spread them upon broad dishes to cool. Add the parings, seeds, and cores to the water in which the quinces were boiled, and stew, closely covered for an hour. Strain through a jelly bag, and to every pint of this liquor allow a pound of sugar. Boil up and skim it. Put in the fruit and boil fifteen minutes. Take all from the fire and pour into a large, deep pan. Cover closely and let it stand twenty-four hours. Drain off the syrup and let it come to a boil. Put in the quinces carefully and boil another quarter of an hour. Take them up as dry as possible and again spread out upon dishes, setting these in the hottest sunshine you can find. Boil the syrup until it begins to jelly. Fill the jars two-thirds full and cover with the syrup. The preserves should be of a fine red. Cover with brandy tissue paper. Preserved Apples Firm, well-flavored pippins or bellflower apples make an excellent preserve prepared in the same manner as quinces. A few quinces cut up among them, or the juice of two lemons to every three pounds of fruit, improves them. Quince Marmalade Pare, core, and slice the quinces, stewing the skins, cores, and seed in a vessel by themselves, with just enough water to cover them. When this has simmered long enough to extract all the flavor, and the parings are broken to pieces, strain off the water through a thick cloth. Put the quinces into the preserve kettle when this water is almost cold. Pour it over them and boil, stirring and mashing the fruit with a wooden spoon as it becomes soft. The juice of two oranges to every three pounds of the fruit imparts an agreeable flavor. When you have reduced all to a smooth paste, stir in a scant three-quarters of a pound of sugar for every pound of fruit, Boil ten minutes more, stirring constantly. Take off, and when cool, put into small jars with brandied papers over them. Quince cheese is marmalade boiled down very thick, packed into small pots. It will turn out as firm as cheese and can be cut in slices for luncheon or tea. Apple butter. This is generally made by the large quantity. Boil down a kettle full of cider to two-thirds the original quantity. Pare, core, and slice juicy apples, and put as many into the cider as it will cover. Boil slowly, stirring often with a flat stick, and when the apples are tender to breaking, take them out with a perforated skimmer, draining well against the sides of the kettle. Put in a second supply of apples and stew them soft, as many as the cider will hold. Take from the fire, pour all together into a tub or large crock, cover and let it stand twelve hours. Then return to the kettle and boil down, stirring all the while until it is the consistency of soft soap and brown in color. You may spice to taste if you please. Keep in stone jars in a dry, cool place. It should keep all winter. Preserved Crab Apples The red Siberian crab is best for this purpose. 
pick out those that are nearly perfect leaving the stems on and put into a preserve kettle with enough warm water to cover them heat this to boiling slowly and simmer until the skins break drain cool and skin them then with a penknife extract the cores through the blossom ends weigh them allow a pound and a quarter of sugar and a teacup full of water to every pound of fruit boil the water and sugar together until the scum ceases to rise put in the fruit cover the kettle and simmer until the apples are a clear red and tender take out with a skimmer spread upon dishes to cool and harden add to the syrup the juice of one lemon to three pounds of fruit and boil until clear and rich fill your jars three-quarters full of the apples pour the syrup in and when cool tie up preserved green gages and large purple plums weigh the fruit and scald in boiling water to make the skins come off easily let them stand in a large bowl an hour after they are peeled that the juice may exude drain this off lay the plums in the kettle alternately with layers of sugar allowing pound for pound pour the juice over the top and heat slowly to a boil take out the plums at this point very carefully with a perforated skimmer draining them well through it and spread upon broad dishes in the sun boil the syrup until thick and clear skimming it faithfully return the plums to this and boil ten minutes spread out again until cool and firm keeping the syrup hot on the fire fill your jars three-quarters full of the fruit pour on the scalding syrup cover to keep in the heat and when cold tie up or if you do not care to take the trouble of peeling the fruit prick it in several places with a needle and proceed as directed unique preserves gather young cucumbers a little longer than your middle finger and lay in strong brine one week wash them and soak a day and a night in fair water changing this four times line a bell metal kettle with vine leaves lay in the cucumbers with a little alum scattered among them fill up with clear water cover with vine leaves then with a close lid and green as for pickles do not let them boil when well greened drop in ice water when perfectly cold wipe and with a small knife slit down one side dig out the seeds stuff with a mixture of chopped raisins and citron sew up the incision with fine thread weigh them and make a syrup allowing a pound of sugar for every one of cucumbers with a pint of water heat to a lively boil skim and drop in the fruit simmer half an hour take out and spread upon a dish in the sun while you boil down the syrup with a few slices of ginger root added when thick put in the cucumbers again simmer five minutes and put up in glass jars tying them up when cold damsons are put up in the same manner as plums but pricked instead of skinned preserved orange peel very nice weigh the oranges whole and allow pound for pound peel the oranges neatly and cut the rind into narrow shreds boil until tender changing the water twice and replenishing with hot from the kettle squeeze the strained juice of the oranges over the sugar let this heat to a boil put in the shreds and boil twenty minutes lemon peel can be preserved in the same way allowing more sugar orange marmalade allow pound for pound pare half the oranges and cut the rind into shreds boil in three waters until tender and set aside grate the rind of the remaining oranges take off and throw away every bit of the thick white inner skin quarter all the oranges and take out the seeds chop or cut them into small pieces drain all the juice that will come away without pressing them over the sugar heat this stirring until the sugar is dissolved adding a very little water unless the oranges are very juicy boil and skim five or six minutes put in the boiled shreds and cook ten minutes 
then the chopped fruit and grated peel and boil twenty minutes longer when cold put into small jars tied up with bladder or with paper next the fruit cloths dipped in wax over all a nicer way still is to put away in tumblers with self-adjusting metal tops press brandy tissue paper down closely to the fruit lemon marmalade is made as you would prepare orange allowing a pound and a quarter of sugar to a pound of the fruit and using but half the grated peel preserved pineapple pare cut into slices take out the core of each one and weigh allowing pound for pound of sugar and fruit put in alternate layers in the kettle and pour in water allowing a teacupful to each pound of sugar heat to a boil take out the pineapple and spread upon dishes in the sun boil and skim the syrup half an hour return the pineapple to the kettle and boil fifteen minutes take it out pack in wide mouth jars pour on the scalding syrup cover to keep in the heat and when cold tie up first putting brandy tissue paper upon the top pineapple marmalade pare slice core and weigh the pineapple then cut into small bits make a syrup of a teacup of water to two pounds of sugar melt and heat to a boil heat the chopped pineapple in a vessel set within one of boiling water covering it closely to keep in the flavor when it is smoking hot all through and begins to look clear add to the syrup boil together half an hour stirring all the while or until it is a clear bright paste preserve citron or watermelon rind pare off the green skin and the soft white inner rind cut into strips or into fanciful shapes allow a pound and a quarter of sugar to each pound of rind line your kettle with vine leaves and fill with the rind scattering a little pulverized alum over each layer cover with vine leaves three thick pour on water enough to reach and wet these and lay a closed lid on the top of the kettle let all steam together for three hours but the water must not actually boil take out your rind which should be very well greened by this process and throw it once into very cold water it should lie and soak changing the water every hour for four hours for the syrup allow two cups of water to a pound and a quarter of sugar boil and skim it until no more scum comes up put in the rind and simmer gently nearly an hour take it out and spread upon dishes in the sun until firm and almost cool simmer in the syrup for half an hour spread out again and when firm put into a large bowl and pour over it the scalding syrup twelve hours later put the syrup again over the fire adding the juice of a lemon and a tiny strip of ginger root for every pound of rind boil down until thick pack the rind in jars and pour over it the syrup tie up when cool a very handsome sweetmeat although rather insipid in flavor the reader can judge whether as the charity boy said of the alphabet and the senior weller of matrimony it is worth while to go through so much and get so little preserved ginger pare the roots of fresh green ginger and lay in cold water fifteen minutes boil in three waters changing the hot for cold every time until very tender drain and lay in ice water for the syrup allow a pound and a quarter of sugar for every pound of ginger and a cupful of water for each pound of sugar boil and skim until the scum ceases to rise when the syrup is cold wipe the ginger dry and drop it in let it stand twenty-four hours drain off and reheat the syrup this time put the ginger in when blood warm do not look at it again for two days then reboil the syrup and pour over the ginger scalding hot in a week drain off once more boil and add again while hot to the ginger cover closely it will be fit for use in a fortnight
preserved cherries. Stone the cherries, preserving every drop of juice. Weigh the fruit, allowing pound for pound of sugar. Put a layer of fruit for one of sugar until all is used up. Pour over the juice and boil gently until the syrup begins to thicken. The short-stem red cherries or the morellas are best for preserves. Sweet cherries will not do. Preserve strawberries. Pound for pound, put them in a preserving kettle over a slow fire until the sugar melts. Boil 25 minutes fast. Take out the fruit in a perforated skimmer and fill a number of small cans three-quarters full. Boil and skim the syrup five minutes longer. Fill up the jars and seal while hot. Keep in a cool, dry place. Strawberry Jam For every pound of fruit, three-quarters of a pound of sugar. One pint red currant juice to every four pounds strawberries. Boil the juice of the currants with the strawberries half an hour, stirring all the time. Add the sugar when you have dipped out nearly all the juice, leaving the fruit quite dry, and boil up rapidly for about twenty minutes, skimming carefully. Put in small jars with brandy tissue paper over the top. You can omit the currant juice, but the flavor will not be so fine. Raspberry Jam Three quarters pound of sugar to every pound fruit. Put the fruit on alone, or with the addition of a pint of currant juice to every four pounds of fruit. Boil half an hour, mashing and stirring well. Dip out most of the boiling juice before adding sugar and cook twenty minutes more. Blackberry jam is very nice, made as above, leaving out the currant juice. Gooseberry jam is made in the same manner as raspberry, only the currant juice is omitted, and the gooseberries boiled one hour without the fruit, and another after it is put in. The fruit must be ripe. Ripe tomato preserves. 7 pounds round yellow or egg tomatoes, peeled. 7 pounds sugar and juice of 3 lemons. Let them stand together overnight. Drain off the syrup and boil it, skimming well. Put in the tomatoes and boil gently 20 minutes. Take out the fruit with a perforated skimmer and spread upon dishes. Boil the syrup down until it thickens, adding, just before you take it up, the juice of 3 lemons. Put the fruit into the jars and fill up with hot syrup. When cold, seal, or tie up. Green tomato preserves. Good. Eight pounds small green tomatoes. Pierce each with a fork. Seven pounds sugar. Four lemons, the juice only. One ounce ginger and mace, mixed. Heat all together slowly and boil until the fruit is clear. Take it from the kettle in a perforated skimmer and spread upon dishes to cool. Boil the syrup thick. Put the fruit into jars and cover with hot syrup. Preserved figs. The weight of ripe figs in sugar. Peel of one lemon and juice of two. A little ginger. Cover the figs with cold water for twelve hours. Then simmer in water enough to cover them until tender and spread out upon a sieve to cool and harden. Make a syrup of the sugar and a cup of cold water for every pound. Boil until clear of scum. Put in the figs and simmer ten minutes. Take them out and spread upon dishes in the sun. Add the lemons and ginger. Boil the syrup thick. Give the figs another boil of fifteen minutes and fill the jars three-quarters of the way to the top. Fill up with boiling syrup, cover, and when cold, seal up. Baked apples. Cut out the blossom end of sweet apples, campfields or pound sweets, with a sharp penknife. Wash, but do not pare them. Pack them in a large pudding dish. Pour a cupful of water in the bottom. Cover closely with another dish or pan. Set in a moderate oven and steam until tender all through. Pour the liquor over them while hot and repeat this as they cool. Set on the ice several hours before tea and when you are ready, transfer them to a glass dish. 
pouring the juice over them again. Eat with powdered sugar and cream. Apples baked in this way are more tender and digestible, and better flavored than those baked in an open vessel. Campfields are particularly good. Apples stewed whole. Pare, and with a small knife extract the cores of fine, juicy apples that are not too tart. Put into a deep dish with just enough water to cover them. Cover and bake or stew in a moderate oven until they are tender and clear. Take out the apples, put in a bowl, and cover to keep hot. Put the juice into a saucepan with a cupful of sugar for twelve apples and boil half an hour. Season with mace, ginger, or whole cloves, adding the spice ten minutes before you remove the syrup from the fire. Pour scalding over the apples and cover until cold. Eat with cream. Baked pears. Sweet pears may be baked just as sweet apples are, for example, steamed without being pared or cored. Or, if large, cut in half, put into a deep dish with a very little water, sprinkle them with sugar, and put a few cloves or bits of cinnamon or a pinch of ginger among them. Cover closely and bake until tender. Stewed Pears If small and ripe, cut out the blossom end without paring or coring. Put into a saucepan with enough water to cover them, and stew until tender. Add a half cupful of sugar for every quart of pears, and stew altogether ten minutes. Take out the pears, lay in a covered bowl to keep warm, add to the syrup a little ginger or a few cloves, boil fifteen minutes longer, and pour over the fruit hot. Or, if the pears are not quite ripe, but hard and disposed to be tough, peel them, cut out the blossom end, leaving on the stems, and stew until tender in enough water to cover them. Take them out, set by in a covered dish to keep warm. Add to the liquor in the saucepan an equal quantity of the best molasses and a little ginger. Boil half an hour, skim, and return the pears to the saucepan. Stew altogether twenty minutes and pour out. These are very good and will keep a week or more, even in warm weather. I have canned them while boiling hot and kept them sweet a whole year. Baked Quinces Pare and quarter, extract the seeds, and stew the fruit in clear water until the straw will pierce them. Put into a baking dish with a half cupful of sugar to every eight quinces. Pour over them the liquor in which they were boiled, cover closely, and steam in the oven one hour. Take out the quinces, lay them in a covered bowl to keep warm. Return the syrup to the saucepan and boil twenty minutes. Pour over the quinces and set away covered to cool. Eat cold. End of section 47. Recording by Laura Langston.